Hey, 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 people. Scott here, coming back at you from KWU, back in the studio after a, a bit of a hiatus. Got a, got pretty burnt out on stuff previously, but I'm back and with something completely different. I've decided to take a case-by-case look at the various departments and, I guess, theaters, or not really theaters, but you know what I mean, um, and sectors that Western Oregon University has. And I feel the best way to investigate that is via the various students that attend the campus. About, I want to say, 6,000 of them, you know, each in their own segmented department of the major of their choice, but I digress. So for our special, for our first episode of... uh, this new series, we're going to be investigating the music department. One of the most interesting departments because, frankly, I don't know much about music. And whenever I hear people talking about the scientific theories of music, I always feel like I'm a caveman to some degree. I'm uh, here joined by my uh, good friend Lucas, who is a senior this year. You just finished the main... Music. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I'm in music education, so I just yeah. finished all of, like the prerequisite work, and now I'm doing student teaching. But for the most part, you're just fully done with like the music, music classes, except for yeah, yeah. So no more trumpet playing, or uh, well, I mean, I'm you know I play here and there, but I mean lately I've kind of taken a break because uh, after the last like four years of just playing it at like a collegiate level, I'm like mm-hmm. I, need, I need a break, man. <laughs> Dude, it gets tiring after yeah. a while. It's you got to get up, practice four hours a day. I'm like, I don't know. There's nothing in this world I could do for four straight hours a day. <laughs> and it's That's also, just a yeah. personal thing, though. But like, yeah, it's. I'll probably get back into playing it at some point, but for now, I just need to like focus on decompress. Yeah, I got to decompress. I got to focus on student teaching and. I'm not really teaching at a high school level yet, so trumpet mm. chops aren't as useful right now as they will be in the future. So You know, you just got to get down hot cross buns first, and uh, I think you're good to go and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, you don't even know how real you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess just generally, just what's what are, what are your thoughts on the music department? I've heard, we've had various conversations about this and then through what I've heard from other people that it's definitely changed a lot Yeah, in the past few years. Yeah, so we've definitely, uh, even just like in my time here, we've had a lot of different staff changes. Like when I first got here, we had a couple of professors who are uh, no, no longer employed. They, uh, mm-hmm. they got offered jobs at Central Washington University, which if you know anything about music and music education is kind of the spot to be on the West coast. Uh, Hmm. But so I was fortunate enough to receive uh, education from these fellows before they took their leave over there. Mm -hmm. And for that little bit, it was, I I really enjoyed the music department. I felt my trumpet teacher knew a lot about what he was doing. Mm -hmm. I knew, uh, you know, my music theory professor, my, you know, all, all the professors really. Uh, digital notation was pretty good. Our wind ensemble director. <laughs> Maybe cut this part. Out, What'd you say? <laughs> Listen, our wind ensemble director for like three years. Uh, he, I, I don't like talking bad about people, but well, he are definitely. They, are they? Do they still work here? Or? Um, they. I mean, they still have like an office. Uh, 
what they actually do remains a mystery to everyone. Well, we are protected by the First Amendment, so you can say what you want to say. Okay, okay cool. They're, they're not going to, like, show up at my doorstep. and. No, they're not going to have the IRS come or something along those lines. They're not going to mail me my uh, psych-you-get-no-degree letter? I don't believe they would, because then right. we could sue. Well, that's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is actually what the First Amendment is, like, protecting, though. Exactly, is, just, you know, just basic Ability criticism. to challenge authority. I was yeah. actually just doing a class recently about... Uh, about like resistant capital, which is like, so there's like six main capitals that people can like, like draw education and like self pride from. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of them is like, uh, like cultural knowledge and like uh, knowledge capital about things that are like, like specifically resistance is like the ability to challenge authority and like Mm -hmm. go against the norm, uh, which is exhibited by a lot of activist groups. Which is, you know, kind of what people use the First Amendment for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so our wind ensemble director was uh, very good at one point in his life. Mm. Uh, he and I don't even really know if this is any fault of him, but like you know, the sands of time come for us all, and mm-hmm. with time we start to degrade at a certain point. Mm-hmm. I can already feel it happening to myself. Ah, I see. But, yeah, there was just a lot of miscommunication and lack of initiative on his end that resulted in a less than stellar wind ensemble experience for about three years. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, our, uh, excuse me, you can cut that part out. <laughs> um, last year, we had our uh Music composition professor, uh, Dr. Kevin Walsick, he subbed in as a substitute teacher for one year while we found a, a new guy for that. Uh, from what I hear, he's actually doing pretty good. You want to know something uh, funny? I think I've told you about this. His, uh, Mr. Walsick's wife was my band teacher in middle school. Oh, yeah. I think you told me that. Yeah. They, I went to the same church as them. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> wait, you said, wait, did you grow up around McMinnville then? Yeah, I was born and raised there. Well, no, I was born in Salem, but I I spent, like, I left McMinnville when, like, I went to college. I've, like, known you for four years. How did I not know that you're from McMinnville? I swear I've told you several times. You might have. I just, I don't know. I think in my head I just always thought you were from, like, North Carolina or something because that's where your parents are now. Not not to out your parents. You mean, you mean, you mean Illinois? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I really don't know you at all. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, but kind of redirecting to the actual uh, question. The general opinion of the department right now, um, and and I'll I'll talk about this in a a second, but Mm -hmm. my general opinion of the department is really good. A lot of the people who are there are there, and they're doing the absolute best work that they can do. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going out there furthering their experiences and their careers and their, you know, they take it seriously over there, which I really like. That's good. Cause I, I know a couple of years ago that was not the case. And oh. then we got some staff hiring and then it became a quasi respectable establishment. I, I wouldn't say quasi that's, that's a little mean, but it's decent. Yeah. It's, it's decent. You know, if for the money that we're paying, I'd say it's probably the best education in music you could get. So you would say overall the state of things are, you know, kind of steady as she goes, kind of? Yeah, it was a little rocky for a little bit. So we had kind of 
two main professors in the music department. We had uh, Dr. Keith Carnes and mm-hmm. Dr. James Redden. Dr. Keith Carnes was the jazz professor over at, or he is the, was the jazz uh, director at Western Oregon. Mm-hmm. And uh, two years ago, I think he got a job offer from Central Washington, which from kind of what I've heard, it was the only decision he really could have made. Mm. He was kind of going on a year by year basis teaching at Western, gotcha. and, which is really unfortunate because I think if the music department had like received good proper funding, it could have like paid back dividends for the school mm. dividends that they desperately need. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I've had, I've had one too many uh, ginger ales. I'm, I'm getting wild over here on too many Canada drives. <laughs> uh, so I want to ask you, um, you think things are better now than they were back then? Or, um, well, I know back then was technically COVID because COVID was your sophomore year. Yeah. Um, so it definitely, I think the music department definitely came out of COVID better than it went into it. Mm. Uh, when it went in, our jazz band, which is, the main ensemble I was mm-hmm. in uh, consisted of like half music majors and then half like majors from all around campus. Mm. Um, now I think all of the uh, members of the jazz band are all music majors because a lot of them came over when, when, uh, when Dr. Carnes and Dr. Redden were around cause you know, word got out that they were really good at their job and that Western Oregon was a, pretty decently priced tuition Mm -hmm. and it's a four-year program. So that attracted a lot of people in, uh, not many people took the four year option because it's very difficult. You're basically doing Mm -hmm. like overloading credits every term and it's a nightmare. Yeah. And I heard you have a lot of zero to one to two credit classes that you had to take as requirements. Yeah. So all the, all all of the ensembles are only one credit, which, you know, we, we copium every day and say that it's worth it. <laughs> you know, it's good experience. Yeah. It's the it's the job experience to get the job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of work that you have to put into that because I, I read some, something said someone, someone said something somewhere mm-hmm. that, uh, like, the, the, the average amount of, like, perfection one puts in like a average thing is around like 80 percent. which if you're grading based on like you know school grades is like a b uh mm-hmm. but I, oh you know what it was it someone sent me a video about like michael jackson's thriller but yeah. like it's like oh here's what it sounds like if it's performed perfectly and you know it's like 100 percent perfect because you know it's michael jackson he's he worked a lot at it mm-hmm. uh now we can talk about Michael Jackson on a different podcast, but because mm-hmm. there is no shortage of things we can say about Michael Jackson. Exactly. Uh, but someone sent me this video and it was like, okay, now what if we take like 80% of it and, or we take 20% and we make the notes like ever so slightly wrong and you play it and it sounds like doo doo. Not good. No, but like, that's the, that's the thing is like the standard of which we have to play music in order for it to be listenable. Mm-hmm. You know, you're allowed a mistake every now and again. Some of my favorite recordings have, you know, Goose. Out, have some, yeah, exactly. Have like outtakes that they like left in because, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't, 
Yeah, it didn't take away from the music. Like a lot of the Beatles stuff has mm. a lot of like goofs that they did that they kept in. I'm pretty sure you can hear Paul McCartney like scream the F word in Hey Jude at some point. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but uh, that's beside the point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'd say overall the current state of things at Woo is, I'd say, I'd say it's pretty good right now. So I didn't know that. I never heard, knew that. So pre-COVID, half the music department were just, it was basically like a hobby or like um, a side, like an extracurricular for a lot of people. Yeah, it was just like a lot of like extracurricular stuff. You know, a lot of people come out of high school and they, you know, they did band, but they're, mm-hmm. you know, they, they want to go major in something else. A lot wow. of nursing majors, actually. Really? Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. But like, because like even in high school, I knew a lot of like people in band who like wanted to go into like nursing. I'm like, it's weird. There must be some sort of correlation with that. Maybe. Somehow. Yeah, maybe. Um. <laughs> so how were, I guess, I guess more thing, like, give me the freshman experience of a music ed major. What was that like for you? Uh, like the freshman experience or my freshman experience? Let's go both. Okay. Um, so my experience... Uh, you know, I coming down here from like Anchorage, Alaska, obviously a lot of things were different than how I'd experienced them mm-hmm. up there. You know, uh, I had a fantastic uh, band director in high school, which mm-hmm. is what encouraged me to pursue the craft in the first place. And then when I came down here, uh, I I definitely liked the professors a lot more than i liked the environment that we were in i don't know you've been to smith hall a couple of times a few times a few times that, yeah. uh that building needs some renovation it's very old it's it is very old it seems to be one of the older i know campbell is the oldest building on campus but i feel like smith yeah. might be like a third or fourth dude campbell hall is like one strong wind gust away from like bankrupting the school man Dude, have you ever been in, like, the top room of Campbell Hall, like, for a class? I took a first-year seminar there, and uh, the <laughs> I did not feel safe in that room. <laughs> like, I've been into the basement one time. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, like, because, it, I don't know, it's weird because it's so drastic going in. What's the newest building? I haven't even set foot in the Welcome Center yet. But um, What is the Welcome Center for? I honestly don't know. I feel like it's for... It's obviously like for... Board, yeah, I think yeah, it sounds like, like it's for new students, but like we also have like the Student Success Center that's being built. So is that... So that's the old... That was the old Ed building, right? Yes, and then they tore it down and then got rid of all their electronics. I still have a... Actually, no, I threw that printer out. I I got, like, a yeah. completely disassembled printer, <laughs> which I didn't even know until I looked at it. I, like, pulled out the tray, and, like, everything just fell out. Yeah, I got a, I thought I could snag a second monitor from there, but, uh, no, it was it was too old. Yeah, no, it was, it was too late. But, um, so, yeah, it's, it's what I'm thinking. Because I know a big determinator for rising tuition and expenses is construction. Mm-hmm. Like I remember years and years ago, I heard from like um, the university of Oregon, they're like basically tuition rises every single year because yeah. essentially every year they're renovating a, or building a brand new building on campus. Yeah. No, I, I, I've been yearning for years for a Smith hall renovation because mm. 
you know, with like all of the students coming in, like there's only so many practice rooms in that building. Cause yeah. I think there's like, I want to say there's 15 as opposed to like 200 or so music people. That's the, si- that's about the size of the department. 200. Um, I like last time I checked, I think mm. I'd have to do another census, but at least when I was there, I like it's Zenith. It was mm. probably actually over 200. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but anyways, your freshman year. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, I totally do. No, don't worry. That. Don't worry about it. That's, that's what these things are for. These are conversations. There's yeah. a free flow, but with a set topic. It's yeah. What, it, 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 it's, it puts a fine line between conversation and just interview, which I guess it is kind of an interview, but like. Sort of, but also yeah. yes and no. But anyways. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, my freshman experience, I came in, uh, the, the building was a little off putting when the lights are off and like the big hallway part, it mm. looks something straight out of a horror movie. I, <laughs> I, I remember during orientation, I like came in and saw that I'm like, like get murdered if I walk down there or something. Yeah. I remember one night, I think, I don't know if you were there or not. I, like freshman year, me and, uh, friends, we got into Smith hall probably like, I don't know, 1am it's. Like you said, it was it's creepy, like the yeah. lights flicker or something like that. Dude, some people uh, back when, <laughs> speaking of my freshman year experience, mm-hmm. some people when I was a freshman uh, would take it upon themselves to uh, bring a sleeping bag into one of the practice rooms oh. and just like camp out there like Black Friday so that they could get a practice room early enough in the morning. That's crazy. Or some people would just practice so late that they didn't want to walk home, so they just slept on the floor, which don't lay down on that floor. It does not get regularly, like, carpet cleaned, and so much saliva goes into that carpet from, like, brasses and woodwinds because, you know, you know how they work. Yeah, I I played the trombone for a hot minute in Mm. high school, and then I got swapped to clarinet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I actually didn't know you played trombone. For I knew you played clarinet. I wanted to be so. I wanted to be a trumpet player because my eldest brother was a trumpet player in middle school, and I thought that was so cool. Uh, Tyler, if you ever listen to this, I apologize for putting those Lego crowns in your trumpet, but that's besides the point. Um, I, <laughs> I got like a Lego Star Wars blaster stuck in the bell of my trumpet for like three months. Wait, recently. No, 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 no. This was, like when I, this was like when I was 13 years oh, okay, old and okay. like just started playing. Uh, <laughs> no, that thing was in there for three months and I'd forgotten about it. And then like during during some dress rehearsal, I was just playing and it just falls out. And I like stop for a solid two seconds and I'm like, and then I just keep playing. <laughs> just try to pretend it didn't happen. You know, the show must go on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, definitely freshman experience is a little bit trial by fire, especially because mm. I came in and my advisor, uh, Dr. Redden at the time, yeah. uh, was like very adamant on like hitting me, like hitting the ground running kind of deal, which mm-hmm. I was not at all prepared for. I'm <laughs> amazed that I scraped out of most of my classes with like A's and B's. Mm-hmm. I did get like one C minus in yeah. biology, but that was also, you know, it's if you don't get an F, then the credit counts. C's get degrees. C's get degrees. Exactly. And you know, it didn't, uh, super harm me in the long run. Yeah. Like my GPA is pretty good now. That's good. Yeah. 
But yeah, that was kind of more or less the freshman experience. Just a lot of trial by fire. Yeah. I will say one thing that came out of COVID a lot worse than the rest of the department was like the marching slash pep band. Yeah, I'd noticed we I don't think I've seen a single post or really anything about that like yeah. at all. Um, so when I got here, it was definitely like the pride and joy of woo was just going to football games and, you know, playing. It was, de- it was a lot of fun. I liked, uh, doing it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people there were very cool. Uh, but yeah, when, once COVID kind of hit, we took a year long hiatus and then the director at the time, uh, I want to say his name was Ben. Yeah. Ben. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, the director at the time, Ben, uh, reached out to me. He was like saying, hey, I'm revamping uh, Pet Band come 2021. I was just, you know, I just wanted to make sure you were going to be a part of it. I'm like, yeah, man, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I liked uh, going out and watching football games. Uh, I, <laughs> I'd i like to point this out. Uh, in the now five years that I've been here, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen Wu beat CWU one time in any sport. So that was Central Washington? Yeah, Central Washington. Ah. Which, if you if you remember from earlier in the podcast, yes. is where my professors went to go work. Yeah, yeah. Damn traitors. Oh, wait, I can't say that. They're no. fine. That's, you, can, you can have one or two. That's okay. All right. That's cool. all right. Cool. It's like PG-13. You get one F word. It's not a, that. No, not that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not just going to like randomly just start screaming the F word. Okay. I appreciate that. um yeah what's up what would you do if you were given unilateral authority to make any sweeping changes to the music department unilateral authority you could do anything you want okay like if i was like department head or like president of the university well okay so that first that first president that will come later head of the department um yeah so if i was head of the department i would definitely be fighting a lot more for like better teaching conditions and Mm. like more stable work. And this goes for like all professors across campus because I've, I've seen the going rates of professors at this and other universities Mm -hmm. and they do so much and get paid so little. Mm. It's, I would definitely want to like fight and make sure that all these people who went to like school for seven years to become experts in their craft mm-hmm. get compensated as such. Cause they all do phenomenally. Like yeah. the music theory professor, the, the composition professor, especially uh, just kind of everyone that's there is like super good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it breaks my heart to see them get treated so unfairly by the university. Mm. And you know, I've seen the things that the university puts money towards. And I, every time I see it, I'm like, that could go back to your professors and they'd want to stay here longer and be more incentivized to work. I actually, I don't know if I should even be talking about this on here, but I did overhear some talk about like going on strike Mm. in Hammersley. There were a couple of professors who were like, had it up to here with the conditions that they're in. Mm. And yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to name names mostly cause I don't know the names, but mm-hmm. also, you know, privacy. If, yeah. If that, w- if that got out, they would not be happy, mm. <laughs> but no, I've definitely, I've, I've heard some people like staff and professors just talk about how 
much they have to deal with and get compensated so little by the university. That's interesting. And part of that's not even really the university's fault, but also isn't it? In a lot of ways, I feel like specifically i think the biggest culprit would have to be the salem building <laughs> yeah if, no i i've definitely <laughs> asked around about that building if, so um, i actually don't even know is it used for its intended purpose anymore because they bought that so that they could do like uh woo classes in that building so i actually had a class there oh really i had a um geography class it was more like earth science but um, from my understanding, its entire purpose was the fact that it's basically, it's just an extension of woo, but mm. the classes that get put there are completely random. So mm. my earth science professor actually mainly teaches at uh, Bellamy hall. I oh, actually yeah. ran into him a few times and pretty, pretty chill dude. Yeah. But I mean, it was, it was convenient for me because so that class started at like 5 PM. Mm. It was a 5 to 7 p.m. class. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if you're definitely going to have a class that's off campus, have it later. But also, don't have them off campus. Yeah, that's like the other thing. I would have probably not... It was also convenient for the professor because he lived in Salem, but Mm. that's also not every professor because there's quite a few that live here in Monmouth or in the surrounding area or even up in, like, Portland or something like that. Yeah, but, like, I also have, like, a lot of colleagues who uh, commute from... Salem to here every mm-hmm. single day. So I guess having that building does have its perks. However, I've also heard how much was spent on that building. Yeah, and I cannot a... even begin to justify that purchase. It's also really, it's massive too. It's yeah. It doesn't need to be that big. Not that many people. I feel like you could have probably go there. rented maybe like a few classrooms at the moment because like also that when I was there, that building had like a fully decked out like computer lab and stuff really? like that. It looked nicer. Like, the lab there looked nicer than the 24-hour room at yeah. at the library. It's crazy. Yeah. At least when I, like, asked about the building, mm-hmm. it seemed like it was just used as, like, a recruitment building, mm. which uh, at the time I heard that and I, I, I cringed. I'm like, you spent blank amount of dollars. A lot. A lot of a lot. too many dollars. <laughs> too many dollars. To build a recruitment facility that, that you could, like, rent out of a strip mall. <laughs> Not to mention, we also have to compete with against OSU. Yeah, who's and, like and what Willen- twenty minutes away? <laughs> yeah, OSU, which is Division One. It's a state school. It's a little more expensive, but like, I mean, yeah, yeah. And then also Willamette University, which is you know in downtown Salem. Yeah, which I mean, it's a private school, obviously, but still, like that's those two schools we have to compete with basically to like get students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. What's next here on the docket list? Well, I guess then follow up. What What do you think the wider university can do? Um, on, to, on top of, I guess, better pay for professors and staff and faculty. Sell the building and say. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of an that's that's one. a that's a like a short term problem. Yeah, though I mean it's a short term solution which could give enough time to fix a wider problem that the university has, which is. Enrollment is down. Mm. Teachers don't get paid enough. Uh, do we even have custodial staff? If so, please go to Smith Hall. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed. I mean, I've noticed we have that. We definitely have groundskeepers. Yeah, uh, well, that's interesting. Or I think they work at night. Actually, 
Yeah. Uh, so I think the groundskeepers do work at night, but there's mm-hmm. also like people that come in about once a week. They uh, mow the grass. They do the leaf blowing. And they do this like smack dab in the middle of the day when mm-hmm. everyone is teaching and everyone is in classes. Because uh, they have that big like grass field in front of Smith Hall. Yeah. Uh, and they tend to that in the middle of the day during classes. And I don't like to think this, but sometimes I think it's being done on purpose. Why do you think that? Because uh, everywhere in education hates music and wants it gone mm. be- for money reasons, which, again, is a sor- short-term solution to a long-term problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, like, I firmly believe that if the university had, like, cared for and nurtured the music department. Cause there were a lot of people coming in yeah. during 2021, like the class size, like more than doubled. Yeah. I remember checking that like that was during <clears throat> COVID COVID still. Like I remember walking past Smith hall cause that was back when I think 2021, that's when in-person classes kind of started up again. Yeah. And everyone was like required to wear masks at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which uh, that that I have I have my whole issue with that, but you know I wear glasses, so mm-hmm. wearing masks like going from outdoors to indoors while wearing a mask, I was like blind for half the class <laughs> because it was like also just like getting it was getting into fall and then yeah. into winter it was getting cold and then you know you walk into this warm building and suddenly pfft, you're, you're you're straight daredeviling it in your <laughs> nine a.m. music theory class, uh, but. Yeah, I think what Wu could definitely do in, like, in a broader sense. Yeah. Just, uh, again, it really all just comes down to funding. And this is kind of where that short-term solution can lead into a longer-term solution. Mm -hmm. You sell the building. Like, I don't care what it does for the university. It's too much money to keep not... It's too much money to keep... You know, mm. you could, I don't want to drop dollar amounts cause I don't even know if that's a correct or B in my, they, let's just say a lot. Yeah. They, you know, they could sell it for a lot and then, you know, either a pay, pay their, pay their teachers fairly B like hire in teachers who are teaching the thing that they are hired to teach mm-hmm. and C update some of the really old buildings and don't just make mm. random ones that don't need to be there. Welcome center, student success center. Yeah. I've been in the welcome center yeah. uh, one time to print off recital posters because mm. uh, they have the copy shop there. Okay. Um, I want to guess how many people I saw in that building walking around in it for like 30 minutes trying to find the copy center. Two. One. Maybe two. Because there was the lady at the copy shop, yeah. and then I think there was someone else there also getting copies. But lobby was completely barren. I heard no voices coming down the halls. There's, it's a nice looking building too, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, you could have classes there, and then yeah. put like the administration in one of the lesser buildings, mm-hmm. like it's. I don't know. It's it's definitely a problem that a lot of the money that Wu gets is being allocated into unnecessary things. Mm-hmm. Like, 
And I've dunked on some of the programs that they throw here on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them I deem completely unnecessary because if you want to know about the subject, you can you can go Wikipedia that. Mm. But no, I man, well, mostly just like the uh, <laughs> there. There's one program in particular that comes to mind, which was like a collegiate level sex ed seminar <laughs> yeah no i i made that face when i heard it the first time too uh <laughs> but it's like wh- why mm. <laughs> like it there was a, is it was a so much on the internet that you could pull from if you even like thought for a second like oh i should know more about this <laughs> like it's not that hard people think that's like oh they're gonna fill your head with misinformation it's like not if you know where to look you know, you could just tell people like, oh, hey, these are safe sites to get information on whatever you want. Mm. And you don't need to spend however much they spent on that seminar throwing condoms at people and telling them where all the stuff is. Oh. Yeah. I, I didn't go to that seminar, so I don't actually know what happened there. But they're doing another one right now. I've oh. seen, like, posters for it around. I'm like, okay, once was funny. Twice, like, pay your teachers. <laughs> yeah but that's definitely the zenith of what i would change is just put money towards stuff that actually matters you know i like Mm -hmm. renovating buildings that's good uh replacing them not not replacing them just renovating them Mm -hmm. like even just tearing them down building a new one you know like the music hall desperate need of it Mm -hmm. campbell hall in desperate need of it todd hall in desperate need of it (laughs) maskey hall in desperate need of it (laughs) so many buildings desperately need renovation yeah uh but like if you've seen like the nicer buildings on campus they look like too much money was thrown at them yeah but yeah definitely uh, emphasizing that point reallocate funds reallocate funds reallocate funds all right i got one last question for you before we wrap things up how do you feel on leaving the department just like a more personal question like you're you're done with the wider music department you're now in the you know you're fully into the student yeah student teaching and stuff like that yeah so as i I mentioned before uh dr keith carnes and dr james redden were Mm -hmm. you know Two very close professors to me. Uh, Dr. Redden was my advisor and Dr. Carnes was my trumpet teacher. Mm. And these were like two mentors that stuck with me for a very long time, even if I didn't want them to. They, you know, pushed me to be better. And, mm-hmm. you know, when all was said and done, I'm really glad that I got all of my stuff done and I can move on to do the thing I actually love to do. So in that sense, I'm kind of nostalgic for the department. Like, obviously, there's other professors there that I'm going to miss very dearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the majority of why I was there isn't even really there anymore. So there's kind of a sense of like, you know, what's there is gone. Yeah. You know, it's like when you move out of your house and then like six months later you come back and it's filled with someone else's stuff. It's Mm. like, you know, it's not even really your house anymore. Like what's to miss. Mm -hmm. You've got all your stuff at your new place. You know, it's just a house, but I mean, I mean, I don't want to like write it off as like, oh, it's, you know, just a department. You know, I've made a lot of like mm-hmm. lifelong friends there. Uh, you know, you, you've met a lot of them. Right, you are one of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at least I hope we continue to be friends. 
<laughs> that would really suck if like I just like I'm like yeah you know me and Scott we're really good friends you know we we hang out all the time and then as soon as I leave we just never speak to each other again. <laughs> like every time I just watch basketball I just start breaking. Down. <laughs> yeah, but in in a grander sense, I'm relieved and a little sad to be leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know I've I've definitely thought about like going and like getting my master's over at Central Washington because yeah. you know I know the professors there and I know it's a good program so mm-hmm. you know it would further my education a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I think just for now I'm focusing on getting through that student teaching. I'm I'm teaching over at an elementary school right now. That's awesome. Yeah, the kids are really cool most of the time. <laughs> uh, and then you know I'll be going over to secondary school here in a little bit and then Mm -hmm. that's it that's all folks yeah yeah but yeah all right well uh about to wrap things up here lucas thank you so much for joining me yeah thank you so much for having me this is of course really quite the pleasure yeah yeah i like to i like a good opportunity to exercise my uh speaking abilities exactly i've probably said uh like 200 times in this podcast but you know it's good practice exactly yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you all for listening. This is Scott here on KWU. Check out our other stuff. Uh, we got a YouTube set up now. And yeah, that's all, folks. Uh, everyone, if you're listening to this, have a good morning. Have a good day. Have a good rest of your night. <laughs> it's like the Truman Show right there. Exactly. And in case I don't see you, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs> Better of an unintentional reference. Mm. All right. See you next time. <laughs>